listening to the Apollo Podcast Network. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of Beyond the Diamond Podcast here on the Apollo Podcast Network. Brian Lalima, Apollo Des here with you. Follow us on Twitter at blima790, at Apollo Des1, and of course, at Apollo HOU. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, uh, which we're doing a video podcast. It is the ALDS, and the Astros have a two to one lead over the Chicago White Sox. They won their first two games at home, and the and Empires. They go, and the Empires. And they go to Chicago and they lose game three by a score of 12 to six. Um, Des, you were at both games in Houston. I was at game one. Uh, Minute Maid Park was rocking. Uh, I heard game two was even louder than game one. Uh, I don't think we had anybody in Chicago for game three, uh, but it doesn't really matter because, you know, that game was absolutely atrocious from the umpires. But before we go into our rants, I know a lot of, uh, you know, you and I both have a lot of thoughts on game three. Before we go into our rant, long-winded uh, speeches about how bad the umpires were, uh, we'll get into Tapera's uh, comments after game three. Let's just generalize what we've seen so far. Um, Lance McCullers came out and threw a gem uh, in game one, six and two-thirds. Lance Lynn got torn apart, uh, yeah. as I think we all, all thought. Uh, I think he threw something like 93% fastballs in that game, which for some reason, I have no idea why you would do. Um, he's a fat bag of snacks anyways, total douchebag. Um, I can't he wait. Threw, he Astros. threw 76 pitches and 74 fastballs. Okay. So more than 93%. Yeah. So, you know, bang, bang, trash can. But uh, when you're laying uh, nothing but cock high fastballs, we're going to hit them. Y- you know, t- to be going against, one of the arguably the best offense in baseball. Why would you, why is that your game plan? It's game one of the playoffs meet. What are you doing? It's absolute bananas. Absolute bananas that this is a thing, but Hey, we'll take it. Yeah, absolutely. Throw them again. Throw them again. Yeah. And then uh, game two Astros take nine to four. Uh, Stanek actually got the win. Framber, uh, came in, he pitched good enough to keep the Astros in the ball game. Obviously, late later in that game, the Astros offense absolutely exploded. Kyle Tucker hit a bomb. Jordan Alvarez had a big uh, RBI double, uh, two RBI double or single, whatever it was. Um, there's been so much going on that, that you know, I, I can't remember every single part of it. But uh, the offense looked good in the first two games. Um, before we go to game three. What are your general thoughts on the first uh, two games, at least? Win at home. That's the name yeah. of the game, especially in the ALDS. Um, we saw it. We're seeing it across the league, right? Red Sox split with the Rays. Uh, Dodgers split with San Fran. Milwaukee and um, Atlanta. The Braves split yep. as well. So yep. it's, a, it's a, a lot of pressure for a swing <clears throat> game, game three. And we saw that happen last night with the, with the Red Sox. And now they're, they're in total control. And so um, when you're at home, you have to win, and that's what the Astros did. Uh, barring anything that is um, we didn't see coming, which was the umpires, but went at home, name of the game. Yep, and, and as we record this, today is Monday. The Astros were supposed to play. Uh, it was going to be a 237 start, but it was postponed due to rain, so now they will play on Tuesday at 107. 
Um, and then let's, you know, we'll, we'll talk uh, game three now. Um, Des, if you don't mind, can you uh, fix your, your uh, webcam? Yeah, I'm working on it right now. Okay. Uh, blurry Des. Blurry Des. It's all right. That's what we do here. Uh, you, we adapt and adjust, and that's what we're going to do. Um, we're back. We are not like Texas because we're back as you wear your long you one hat. We don't have to be ugly about it. But um, all right, game three. You've got Luis Garcia on the mound. Astros taken early. I think it was three to one lead. Um, yes, it was three to one. And there were suspect calls uh, with the strike zone. Very inconsistent from the jump. Very inconsistent on both sides. Ever been a guy that bitches at umpires or blames umpires? Uh, yes, you admit when calls are wrong. I was always taught as a player, especially through the college ranks, to control what you can control, and you can't control the umpires, right? But these guys are at the top of the baseball world as far as an umpiring crew. And uh, the home plate umpire, what's his name? Is it Tom? I or, or I don't Emilio? even want to speak his name. It's disgusting. It I has mean, a sour taste in my mouth. It is it, gross. It uh, was bad on all both night. sides. All, all night. All night. From all the night. get-go, Lost. it was bad. Lost. Bad. Like, Martin Maldonado, one of the best defensive catchers in the league. Bar none, one of the top defensive catchers in the league. Argued balls and strikes. And it was oh, when yeah. he was hitting. And it's no no secret that Martin Maldonado is not the best hitter in the lineup or in, in the league, okay? But when he argues balls and strikes, that should show you something. For sure. And, and even play devil's advocate, the Astros were getting calls that were not strikes because he was so bad on both sides. And there was the one pitch, the one pitch, up and away, 94 miles an hour, dotted it up, okay? Right where uh, Maldonado wanted it, and it was not called. It would have been strike three, inning over, boom. But what happens? It extends the inning. Momentum goes to the White Sox. And honestly, that changed the entire ball game. Yeah. Don't tell did. me. Do not tell me momentum is not real in baseball. Don't tell me that. It's 100% real. And we saw it last night, even when it's produced artificially by the umpires. And look, everyone's heard it. I've been on the timeline. We've all been on the timeline. It's a miss, gross misjustice miscarriage of misjustice is disgusting yeah and i just can't believe and you nailed it when maldi is chirping back a guy who knows his own inside and out when he's chirping at the plate you know it's bad and <laughs> last night it was an ump show and you don't we don't we're not coming here to watch and this is why baseball has a problem with an attendance and viewing and all of this because unless your team's playing why would I tune into that? Why would I tune into an ump show? I'll switch it over to Sunday night football. I'll watch Mahomes and Josh Allen play. You're you're not you're hurting your product. Yeah. You hurt your product every time one of these guys thinks it's about them. And it happens all the fucking goddamn time. In the and, biggest and, moments. And and another thing, you know, we'll get back to the umpires, but just real quick segue. Another thing that's that's hurting the baseball product are the broadcast teams. Oh, it's Buck Showalter. Bob Costas and and I don't even know that I forgot the other guy's name for game two. Absolutely brutal. Yeah. I, I mean, brutal. And and half the time, also with the product, you can't even watch. People right. don't have MLB Network. MLB blackout is brutal. The blackout, and then you have you don't some people don't have MLB Network. Like, what are we doing yeah. here? 
What you, you are we doing? I, 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 I tweeted it out during game two. If I heard Buck, if we played a drinking game and Buck Showalter in game two said this infield is faster than any other infield in MLB. And every time you hear that, you take a drink or a shot, you're blackout, you're alcohol sure. poisoning. He talked about that. He talked about Ted Williams. Talk about all these, all these ancient players that no one gives a shit about anymore. They kept referencing them because they were three dudes that are in their mid seventies and they're still calling baseball like it's played in 1970. Look, the game has changed completely. It's more flamboyant. There's more emotion. There's more pimp jobs. There's more celebrating on the mound. Okay. And that's where we're headed in baseball. Get with the times that just goes back to hurting the product. Yeah. But the biggest thing from game three to go back to what you were talking about is it's the ump show. Okay. Inconsistent strike zone. At least it was a consistent inconsistent on both sides. Right. But my God, how do you miss Yasmani Grandal running on the inner part, inner part of the baseline in the grass on a play? It was a contact. The contact play was on for the white Sox. Okay. Less than two outs runner at third. You're going on contact. Yasmani Grandal knows that. All he's trying to do is put it in play, force the defense to make a bang-bang play. Yuli fields it. It was going to be a dart. Tim Anderson was going to be tagged at home. That changes the momentum as well. But what happens? Grandal goes into the grass, kind of flares the shoulder out just a little bit. Yeah. Just a little bit. This little chicken wing. It hits him. It ricochets off. Tim Anderson slides in, takes out the home plate umpire, and and it's all hell breaks loose. How yeah. do you miss that? Why do we have replay? Why do we have replay if we're not going to use it? And the worst thing about it, the guy who calls it was the home plate umpire, right? And he got taken out from Tim Anderson on the side. There's no way he saw any of that. Any of Rely it. on the four other dudes. And that's exactly. the problem with the fucking umpires. They stick up for their own. They stick up. They don't. It doesn't matter if they got the call wrong or right. It doesn't. Because they stick up for their guy. And it's bullshit. And now we have an ump show dealing with a game three elimination game, ALDS game. And that's the subject of the conversation. Tom, Tom Hallian was the home plate yeah, umpire. Just guy. yeah, just so we're just so name. we have it. It's disgusting. So said, our, if you, our if you say know that, that we know three times in the mirror, if you say that <laughs> yeah, three times in the mirror. He'll come up behind you and just fucking break the mirror. It's disgusting. I, I, ugh. Put him I, on a rocket and take, sit on the fuck. Robel Garcia, you're back, Bubba. Your, your, your seat is here. Your ticket, you're, you're staying on earth. Thomas, so, Thomas Hallian, what, what, Tom Scallion? Hallian. Thomas Scallion? Put him on a rocket. Send him to fucking Mars. Tom Hallian, hey, Yimmy Garcia. I'm not even ordering Scallions for the rest. I don't even need Scallions, but it sounds like his name. I'm not even doing that. Yimmy Garcia, meet Tom Hallian. Tom, meet Yimmy. You guys are uh, first class on the rocket. It's your time, Bubba. Right? Yimmy, what are you doing, Bubba? Look, I mean, look, what? Look, I get it. Difficult spot coming in the middle of a count two zero. That's another thing. That look, that's another thing, man. What? what okay, I do it all I, the time I, on MLB the Show, and that's a I, video game. <laughs> I don't. I don't question i don't like to question mlb managers because they again they're at the pinnacle of the baseball world they are managing top talent in the world why what like seriously what what could someone have said to dusty baker or brett strom 
or Joe Espada. I was literally whatever. about to say that. What, what? was the Bane brain trust like? Like, hey, now's the time. Like, it wasn't obviously Dusty's the one that goes out there, but right. You know, Espada and, and Strami have some say in that. So what? <laughs> what is going on in a two-zero count in Game Three of the ALDS? Oh, Why? My God. Why? That's maddening too. Ugh. A two-zero count, and you know what? Look. Yimmy Garcia didn't execute, okay? But to come into that spot, that's tough. That's tough. That's fucking tough. That is absolutely brutal. Now, his other inning, unexcusable. He, right, he should have, he should never been back out there after he got the out. So I man, to to just to to oh God, it's so frustrating. And I tweeted this out last night as well. I was fucking furious, like so mad. I have never been that mad watching an Astros game before. And that's even talking about the three, four years where the Astros were losing over a hundred games a year. Yeah. Okay. This shit had me so mad. So irate. It is inexcusable. Absolutely inexcusable that the umpires were that bad last night. The Astros scored six runs. You score six runs. You should win a ball game, but no, the White Sox blow up for 12 because the momentum changed on one pitch, one pitch from Luis Garcia that was not called, that should have been called. And none of the umpires are going to be held accountable. MLB has an oh issue. Oh, my God. Did something just drop? Jock Peterson, we're, I'm watching the game as we're recording oh, okay. this, just came off the bench. Jocktober, three-run tank to put the Braves up 3 nothing. Oh, my. An absolute pimp job. Oh, of course. From Jock Peterson? Oh, oh that yeah. place is rocking. Good. I love playoff baseball. Good. It's the but, best. MLB has a problem. The umpires union has a problem. Uh, this offseason. Defund the umpires union. I said it last man, night on Twitter. Defund this, it. This, uh, this offseason, especially with this CBA coming up, I, I mean, there is there have got to be changes. You have a replay system. Every other major sports organization, sports association has replay. Use it to your advantage. If you question anything, go to replay. Go to replay. Now, and there's there's speculation on, uh, and I'm talking about the Grundahl call. Strike yeah. zone, it is what it is. Look, people are going to be screaming for robot, robot umps for a strike zone, blah, 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 blah. Okay, I, I'm still not in fan of a, a robo. I was ump, about to say this is kind of coming to a, a head for you, right? Like, it, it is. You know, I'm still. I, I still. You like got to pick a side. I know. I know. I'm still. I, I still am on the human element side of a home plate umpire. Last night was just inexcusable. And and my my opinion on that is you have got to hold umpires accountable. After every game, there is a report a report that is put out. It shows your strike percentage. If you fall below a threshold of like 96%, you need to be suspended, go to new training. You need to be held accountable. And that's not, that, that doesn't happen. Correct. So that's my issue on that. But for Grandal, there's speculation. Oh, oh, it wasn't, uh, he established his running lane. Really? Really? We as baseball players are taught to run on the inside part of the, the grass going to first. Come on. I, I mean, he knew what he was doing. And if the Astros did it, I would say, hell yeah. That's a smart play. But that's get that's it right. where that, that, this is where 
as a ball player, what Grindall did, I probably would have done the same. I would have done the same. I would have done. I, I would have done the exact same. In thing. that moment, I'm taking off the head. If I am, to. I am making sure it's almost like that A Rod play, right? When A Rod oh, yeah. was running and it hit, slap, yeah, yeah. Slap, I, I get that as a as a ball yes. player. Yes, but that doesn't fall on Grindall, right? It falls no. on it falls on the umpires, the union, and Major League Baseball to get that call right because. We as baseball players are going to do whatever it fucking takes in an elimination game to get the guy in, get the guy over, and, and, and all that. So, back to you, Tommy Grandal, though. Fuck that guy for the shitty grin after the game. Look. Oh, I didn't, I didn't oh, realize yeah. it or whatever he said. Fucking up to it. So it's like, up to it. Like Grandal, you didn't like, know the situation. You didn't know that you had a guy out, guy out he there. He looked directly less, back as soon than, as it happened. Chicken wing than, looked back. Come on, dude. Less than two outs. You got a man at third. You know the contact play is on. You know, you know where you hit it. You yes. know you were. You know you went to to first base with it. And you're gonna say, oh, I just I was just running the base pass. I didn't even know. Come on, dude. Yeah. You know, like, and then Tony but the La Russa, system is broken. It is broken. Absolutely. Absolutely. And Tony, La, and then Tony Russa in his post-game press conference, oh, uh, I think they got the call right, per the rule. Well, if and that look, is the rule. And I'm not going to name names. There's a lot of big media people, especially in this city, not oh, understanding any of it. I, and that's yeah. what fucking pisses me off, too. Right. Because now we're sitting here. We're not in Chicago. We're not credentialed. Whatever, for whatever reason, that's fine. Okay? We're young. I get it. The company's being young. But know the fucking game. Please. No shit. Thank you. No shit. Or, or stand up for the fucking city you're representing. And just one or the other. Not yeah, this it, fine middle ground. They're, hey, bro, they're not, they're not going to throw you a bone. Like, yeah. one way or the other. You don't have to. You don't have to have played the game for 30 years, 20 years, 10 years, 15 no, years to, to know baseball. the game. Basic exactly. Ex- thank you. Take the words right out of my, out of my mouth. You, you don't have to know the game to an in-depth level, but don't be naive. Yes. Don't be naive. C- come on. How can you sit there and not say that the umpires played a factor in the momentum of that game? Look what happened after they did not call strike three for Luis Garcia. The White Sox scored five runs. Yep. Completely changed the momentum. And then after that, it was an absolute shit show. And then not it's it's don't be naive. And I get I get you want to be optimistic and you want to say, hey, it's only one game and they get to come back out tomorrow. That's the beauty of baseball. Cause in football, you, you know, if you get your ass kicked on a Saturday, you got to wait another week to play. Well, you get to turn around in baseball the next day, all that shit. But come on. Like, again, I said it earlier. I grew up learning to play the game without bitching to umpires, bitching about umpires because you have to control what you can control. But last night, like egregious on all accounts, all the way around total bullshit. Believe it or not, Brian, I, and one to chirp, um, especially at umpires. And my famous oh. look, I would always be so passive aggressive with umpires. I'm like, oh man, that's a hell of a call, blue. Like you, you, you got that one. Like a ball clearly outside. I was like, oh yeah, that's where the out. That, that's where the corner is. That's where we're defining it. Great call. Great we call here. And, <laughs> and and then not that's just at the plate. Catching wise, if look, if I was catching, I'd just be like, hey. If you're calling that at me, you better give it to my guy. Give, exactly. You better exactly. fucking give it to my guy because you're yeah. going to call that shit on me. 
You got to give it to my guy on the other side. If not, we're going to have a fucking problem. Right. But as I continue, they move me not catching. When I'm hitting, I was very super passive aggressive with umpires because, frankly, they are the worst thing on the planet Earth. Like, they're up there with the worst of the worst. I hate umpires. I always will hate umpires. I will never shake an umpire's hand. (laughs) And I can't wait for technology to finally surpass us And the first thing I hope our robot overlords do is give us robot umpires because I can't stand it that we're having this conversation in October because some guy made it about him. Right. And, you know, it's not – hey, and and then check this out. Elon Musk, make it happen. It's not even – it's not even during the White Sox and Astros game. Did you see what happened in Boston? If I'm at at spring training – Every year, I'm telling my umpires, I mean, I'm telling my outfitters, if a ball is bouncing around, flip it in the fucking, flip it, flip in, it, in. Flip it in the stance. Flip it in because it's a ground rule double. Because it's a ground rule double. Okay. That takes off, hits off the wall in right, right field, bounces off of a, the defender, and goes into the bullpen, and they call it a ground rule double? I'm probably throwing 150 million at Messi to come to play right field for me so he get his fucking kickballs in, in the stands. I mean, what, what look, are we doing I, with I, these I, rules? I don't know the official ruling on that. And if that is that official ruling, that shit's got to be looked at and it's got to be fixed. And but, people wonder why the Astros did allegedly what they did because these rules still exist. Right. Technology passed up. Astros found the edge and they, bada bing, bada boom. They did some stuff. We're still playing hacky sack out in right field game through the ALDS. And it's took a, took it, a run it, off the A's. I mean, it, off, the, off the race. Raise. Yeah. And, and the Red Sox eventually hit a walk-off bomb in the 13th inning. Christian Vasquez closed his eyes, hit one out. And once again, it's momentum. Oh, yeah. It's momentum. It is momentum. Because that run gets taken off the board. Pavita gets out of the thing. Flips just like that. Flips like that. Fenway's rocking. And then Christian fucking tanks on one. Like, Dude, this, do you not think all that stuff is, is connected? This, there's people out there that don't believe that. There are our, It's our own people. Some of our own people, Des, out. don't believe in momentum in baseball. I'm calling them out. Some of our own people. I'm not going to name names, but bullshit. Outrageous. So Outrageous. Especially in October, everything is under a microscope. For sure. There are short leashes. You have got to play with, an, oh, with the sense of urgency from out one to out 27. Unless it goes into extra innings, there might be, might be extra outs. But – Momentum is massive. You score a run early. You score two runs early. The momentum is on your side until for sure. Until the next, next till the next shift. Till the next shift. And so it doesn't carry over, man. It doesn't carry over. Like I, it does not. People say that. Like I agree. From game to game, it's a it's a whole new thing. It's a whole different ball game. In a game, like you said, you're when you're playing, you're hunting those twenty seven outs. Oh yeah. There's shifts of momentum and. And I don't know how people cannot say that. Go look at game five. You're an Asha fan watching right now. Go look at game five. That's, That's the a, biggest case study of momentum during a game in baseball. That is the perfect example of a heavyweight fight where two teams are throwing blows at each other. You, you take a couple, of, a couple of jabs. You come back with a couple more jabs. You take a big-time hit. You better come back with another hit because the momentum shifts. It ebbs and flows with the game. And you have to manage the momentum. And, and the most frustrating part of all of this is the momentum shifted to the Chicago White Sox in game three when the missed call happened of strike three with Luis Garcia still on the mound. If he, Imagine, let's take a step back. 
if Luis Garcia gets that out, the momentum is back on the Astros side or it stays on the Astros side. Luis Garcia could go into another inning. Then that changes yeah. the hope and decision. Changes all of it. Changes everything. Yimmy hey. Garcia might not even come into that game. No, if Luis Garcia go can to, go. You go straight to Javier Grinke. Yeah. And, hey, Javier. That's we, the silver we, lining. Bro, silver lining of game three. the DS, that is a huge, oh, yeah. huge, huge thing that we did. It was a question mark. He was, he, he was, was electric. He, he was, was electric on. last night. Had the upper velo working, had the slider, had the changeup working. And, and we got to give credit to Zach Grinky. He pitched Zach dick Grinke, off too. Zach Grinky came in and he got soft contact after soft contact after soft contact. And, and he got hosed. Oh, but he my pitched gosh. his ass off. I'm trying to find the tweet and I don't know if I'll be able to find it live on air, but the, the exit velo that inning off of Zach Grinky. Like the ex woba, whatever the yeah. stuff you don't like. Right. It was all under like, like the expected batting average of all the contact on those four hits. I think he gave up were all under like a hundred. I think one was like two twenty five was the expected batting average on one of those hits. Everything else was under a hundred. Exit velo for Zach Grinky last night had to be under like had to be under ninety miles an hour. Oh, easily under easily. ninety miles. Easily right. Easily. And so that's another positive that you take is Christian Javier and Zach Gringy both pitched well. Now, with all of that being said, with all of the bullshit that happened in the game, look, at the end of the game, the White Sox bullpen pitched well. The offense obviously exploded. They did what they had to do to avoid a sweep. They sure. won. Ryan Tapera Pitched last night. He pitched two solid. Hold on. Before we jump into the, the sushi boy, I wanted, I do want to say this. Yeah, that's what, yeah, tempura, right? Tempura shrimp. Yeah, temp, tempura shrimp, yes. Look, now we got a little, full, little, little conspiracy. We have scallion behind the plate and a little tempura chirping. All right, we don't have to get yeah. into it. But the Astros did enough early to win a game. They didn't, they, they just busted a load too early. Six six hits is not going to do efficiently. Six runs, six hits was great. Six hits isn't going to cut it in a in a shootout game like that. Uh, the White Sox bullpen shoved. Yeah, props to them, um, especially with Cease only going two. But it just it. I didn't. I thought we were Astros going to win in four. So my prediction's still alive. It's just the fact that all the other stuff happened. I get it. A night game, elimination, they're coming back home, first playoff game. I get that. And that's why I thought yesterday's game was tricky with the rookie on the mound. And it just sucks that we didn't get to see a full game that we expected because of everything else that happened with the up show. Right. But back to Tim Pierce. Yeah, so so after all the craziness happens – the White Sox as a whole did what they needed to do to win the ball game, avoid the sweep. Pitching staff threw well. Ryan Tapira or <laughs> Tapira. Ryan Tapera pitched well. Two innings. I think he struck out three. Uh local kid, by He's the way. He's not welcome in my city. He is from Houston. He went He's to Brazoswood Brass- High School, went to Blinn Junior College, and he got drafted out of Sam Houston State. So what does he do after a great team win? 
uh, uh, guaranteed rate field was rocking. Rockin'. They had a light show going. That was cool. they, they were chanting. They were cheering. They were doing everything needed. They avoided the sweep. They got back in the series. They're looking forward to which the next day, uh, obviously got rained out, but you're riding that high. And what does Ryan Tapera do? He goes into his post game press conference and he insinuates that the Astros are cheating because they put up a bunch of runs in games one and two, and then also forgetting that his own hitting lineup, his own offense just exploded for 12 runs at their park. So take the cheating allegations and insinuations out of the equation. Ryan Tapera, you just took the opportunity to congratulate and to, to pump up your own team and yourself and what did you do? You thought the best thing to do was come in and the, and the first thing you talk about is the Houston Astros? Oh. What are you doing? You want to give this offense and this team bulletin board material? How stupid are you? How stupid can you be? No one learns. No one learns. The A's did it last year. The Twins did it last year. The only team that didn't do anything were the Rays, and they beat us. It's like if you chirp, you lose. And I can't wait to end their season, and I hope it's fucking Shrimp Boy, Tapira Boy, on the mound when we do it tomorrow. I really do. Because, one, you're not welcome my city. Two, that was the biggest me guy thing of all time. Like oh, you said. absolutely. The crowd was rocking. You you you. You avoided elimination, and you have the audacity yes. to chirp. And, and look, I get it. You're you're in the show. Maybe some jabs with passive aggressive jabs. Like I I enjoyed the bundle up from Judge thing. That was a good little jab. You give me a good little jab. I'm gonna give I'm gonna give you some props. But to go on this tangent and this soliloquy of they're they're not good. At, on the road because they're they're better at home because of this the shady stuff they did in the past. Fuck you, man. I I can't wait to end your it's, fucking season, Trent boy. The the arrogance of, of Ryan Tapera um, to to come into the post game press conference and the first thing you do is you get you put the Astros on spotlight instead of your own team. If I'm in the if I'm in that clubhouse and I see those comments, I'm probably saying to myself, "What the fuck, Ryan." What the fuck oh, yeah. are you doing? But then again, the the White Sox to me, and, and Des, you can give me your thoughts. I don't know if you feel the same way, but you can clearly tell the White Sox have never been there before. Like, no. like their antics and, and, and the things that they say and the things it's that they show. do. And, and, and yeah, it's it's act like you've been there, meet, but but they haven't. So they're probably thinking, oh yeah, hell yeah, spade. Hell yeah, Spader, let's go, baby. Just fuck those cheaters. Instead, the Astros, and we heard it from Alex Bregman and his uh, media availability today after they announced that it was postponed. He said, we're, we're here to play baseball. Yeah. They didn't, they didn't talk about it. They didn't say anything about it. All the players said, we want to play baseball. And our guy, Dusty Baker, did you read? I'm sure you read what he I, said, right? Yeah. I, I love, love it. it. I love it. I love it. Brian, I T. Love Smith, it. Brian T. Smith of the, of the Chronicle tweeted this out. Dusty Baker ended response to Tapera's cheating accusations by referencing an Eric Claptic song he was listening to. Before you accuse me, take a look at yourself. I'm in. I love it. I love it. The, it's why poke the bear? Yeah. Why, why do these things? 
like if Tempira went out and had nine strikeouts over the next three games and they backdoor yeah. sweep, then yeah, talk your fucking shit. Right. But not when you're down two one. Not even if you tie it two two because you still gotta come to H. Still gotta come home. Or they gotta come to Houston. Oh, he's yeah. not welcome here. Right. I mean, we'll we'll make sure that we, yeah. We know the mayor. And then and huh. so I just they never learn. They no. never learn with this team because we talked about with a good friend Ben on, on this podcast. We talked about how this core of, of this lineup has logged so many at bats and so many innings in October. That's a huge game changer. That the, they haven't seen, they've seen everything that can be thrown their way, especially after last night. They've seen it all now. It, it makes no sense to poke the bear, but here we are. Yeah. And, down, and- the White Sox are down 2 1 still. Doesn't matter what you say. Pre-game, post-game, whatever. You're still chasing one, Bubba. Yep. You're still chasing one. Still chasing one just to get it, get the series tied. Yeah. You're still on the brink of elimination. And you want to you want to run your mouth? I mean, it's just, it's it's not a good move. And then a little bit of more on uh Dusty Baker during his media availability. Uh Chandler Rome, also from the Chronicle, tweeted out Dusty Baker on Ryan Tapera. He can say what he wants to say. I had never even heard his name before we played the White Sox. I'm not bothered by it. Most of my life, they've been talking stuff on me any, anyway. Let them talk. Let them talk. That's the name of the episode. Let them talk. Let them talk. I, it's, I just, it blows my mind that every year we see it. Every year post this alleged scandal breakout, we just see these teams chirp and chirp and chirp. And it never works out for them. It, it's, you can't, you, it's like they can't just handle an ass whooping like you're soft as an organization you're soft as a player if the first thing that you're gonna do after getting your shit kicked in in two games is go right to oh they must be cheating again no dude winners focus on winning losers focus on winners yeah it's simple as that to pure it, it's, it's 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 oh my god it's just unbelievable man you got your shit kicked in Okay, so what? Get up, dust yourself off, and go try to win game three, which you did. But instead of, of focusing on the win, on a total team win, you want to talk about the Astros. It's just and, dumb. It's and soft. The, and the thing that a lot of us, and being in this golden age of the Astros that we're in, we've been able to log and see a lot of games, right? And and look back in 17, 18, there's been games where we're up 2-0, 2-1, oh, yeah. where we just get our shit pushed in, and, and right. it's happened. I, I think the the Red Sox series in 17, we won the two at home, and then we went to Fenway, lost like 10-3 to before we closed it out in yeah. four. It, it's, just, it's just wild that the other teams, and you nailed it, they haven't been here before. Right. Like, these guys know how to turn the page. They literally know how to do how to do this. They know how to turn the page. That's what the Astros know how to do in October. Thank you, thank you, Shrimp Boy. That's all I got. Seriously, thank you. Seriously, and and what do you what do you feel about this rain delay? Do you think it helps the guys? Do you think it hurts the guys? Because originally I thought it was favorable for the White Sox because one, it was a adrenaline it's going to be an adrenaline dump right you had uh-huh. a high you're going to go high to a low quick turnaround to a game you could be caught sleeping a little bit right but now this rain delay now you get your bullpen back they have all their guys back that they threw in houston they'll be full arms ready to go in an elimination game but you had you had grand smirking in his post-game conference chirping you have tempura shrimp boy chirping 
Now you gave the Astros a whole day and a half to just sit on it and mule on it and be like, let's fucking go. You know what so, I mean? So, so I think we talk about bulletin board material, right? Correct. You're in the playoffs. You have a sense of urgency already. The, especially a team like the Houston Astros, they don't, they don't need extra motivation. Right. But, but for some reason, people in major league baseball like to give the Astros more motivation. So I think with the rain delay in the postponement, obviously it's going to give both sides arms to, to rest that extra day, your bullpen arms that threw in game one and two, get an extra day of rest, so forth and so on. Right. So, <laughs> and then again, when you bring in, if, if, if game four was going on right now and Tapera uh, had never said anything, they had just rolled into game four like it was another game. It's an elimination game. I would be a little bit nervous. Correct. I would say Urquidy's on the mound, get at least four or five from him, uh, put together good at-bats, get some things rolling, uh, you know, control the momentum, right? But now, now you have once again talked out of your ass – when it's it's totally hypocritical because the, the White Sox scored 12 at home. Astros scored, you know, not they didn't even score 12. They scored six and then nine, I believe, mm-hmm. in the in game one and then game two. Okay, so what the fuck does it matter? Home field advantage, whatever. So now with the postponement, I think it benefits the Astros in a sense of you just gave them a day to stew on what you said. So Your now because – material went from like a six-hour window to – a 24 yeah and and to enhance that bulletin board material is during the media availability today every question was surrounded by or, or that uh that statement from tapira was what the media availability was surrounded by all yeah. questions about all of it hey did you hear what tapira said what do you think about what he said and bregman like tempura sushi yeah. Do you, do you want a tempura shrimp roll? Do you want the firecracker tempura shrimp roll? Um, it's a, yeah. No one talked add, about last night. No one talked about last night. All no they want to talk about, about the White Sox offense, stringing all those hits, getting all the big hits, doing all yep. the stuff they needed to do. And now it's about shrimp boy. Now it's about Ryan Tapera and his dumb ass comments. You took away from the team. You focused on, you know, focusing on a, an organization with the best lineup in baseball, best, arguably the best lineup in baseball. And now with the postponement, that's all anyone's talking about today. That's why we're doing this. Really? Yeah. You and I, that's why we're talking right now. That is why we are going on this podcast right now and beyond the diamond is because of what Ryan Tapera said. It's wild. Absolutely wild. What a, look, we joke. We, we all badger around. We, we mess with you. We mess with Colin. That's with me. Mess with Josh. Me guy, team guy. This was the ultimate me guy thing. Like just a it, dumb move on his part. I would I just strap him on a rocket. Yeah. Now, now you've given, now this next 24 hours is all going to be focused on what he said. And we saw the media availability. And that's all he was talking about. The dude's nasty. He's got yeah. a sick cutter. Like he's a lot, but. It's Tony LaRusso. Do you even bring him in in a close situation? Runners first and second, one out. Like, you can't even turn to the guy because you know Bregman's going to be fucking fired up. You know Correa's going to be fucking fired up. Oh, hell yeah, we're going to get this guy right now. I don't, I don't understand why you would do this. 
I, it doesn't make any sense it to makes me. Zero sense. They never learn. Doesn't make sense. Does not make any sense to me on why he would go and do that. Like, how do you not just focus on your team win? Yeah. It's just like Bregman today. Bregman's the only media availability that I heard. I've seen quotes from, from others, but it's just like he said, he said, we're here to play baseball. I don't care what anyone says. I don't care what anyone writes. The, uh, the focus is on playing baseball. Hey, boys, go get you some deep dish, get you in the hotel, kick back, relax, reset. I, I think this rain delay was the best thing for us. It, I really I, do. I, I believe so. And then, then you know, I, I know we're running out of time here, but the last, last uh, topic I wanted to hit with you is there's been some talk. Uh, uh, who do you ride for game four? Uh, do you go, do you push Lance into uh, game four start? Do you let her Kurt or Kitty do it? Um, I think you and I are definitely on the same page because we were asked about it on Twitter. You ride with her Kitty because at the very least you get Lance McCullers Jr. Back home to Minute Maid Park, starting a pivotal and elimination game five win, winner take all move to the ALCS. Why would you not want your best arm on the mound at home in a winner take all game? That's my stance on it. Ride with her Kitty for yeah, game stay four. the course. Yeah, absolutely. And I can see, look, throwing Lance on, on full day rest tomorrow. Like if they, if they do decide to do that. Okay. Like I'm not, I'm not angry either way, but my perspective is this you're in a position, you have home field advantage for a reason. You busted your ass to get that to the very end. You, you won at home. You're up to one in the series. You don't, you don't go all in when you have the nuts. Like you have, you got a, you got a flush draw. You have all the stuff. There's no reason to, to press and go all in. And you keep that ace in your back pocket. You have even a situation. You got to throw Frambert right behind it. You Frambert, like an elimination game. It's, you got to do it. Got to do what you got to do. You like, don't fucking worry about your rotation for the right. next series. It's, but, it's, uh, it's anything can happen in a game five. Anything can happen in a game seven. You throw the kitchen sink at him if you have to. Tomorrow you have your Queedy and you have, Javier back, probably. Uh, you have Grinky, and then you have your your Stanek, your Grayman, your Press. People forget your Creedy was born and molded in these high pressure situations. He was Luis Garcia before Luis Garcia, where we yeah. just threw him out in these big moments on the road, and he and he deals. You you stay the course. You stay the course. You go to work. You trot your Creedy out there to do what yeah. he has done for the last three <clears throat> years, and that's pitch big games on the road and win you these games. Yep. Prime example, 2019 against the Nationals. Correct. In the World Series. Pitched absolutely lights out. I would say that was a that'd be a big stage, huh, Brian? I would I would think so. On the road. I would think so. In the World Series game. In the World Series. Yeah. I would I would I so, would think so. Definitely ride with Urquidy. Locate the fastball, throw your change up, throw your slider. You and, know. And I think the rain delay would Look, the playoff crowd's gonna show up, right? They're gonna, you're gonna, they're be, gonna there. be there regardless. Yeah, they regardless. haven't, they haven't had a, they haven't had a playoff series since 2008. So yeah, they're gonna be there. They're gonna and they're be in there. Chicago, so they're gonna be fucking drunk at 10 a.m. But it's not a holiday. Today was a holiday. Today was a holiday. For most of, most of, mostly, you know, the working people. Yeah. So they um, now they have to go to work tomorrow. So I think there'll be some. I mean, people are gonna show up regardless, but mm-hmm. you got to think that rowdy crowd of fan, fans are probably going to where they, they missed out with the holiday being today, which sucks oh, yeah. as a fan, as a fan, for sure. As a fan that really fucking sucks, but it benefits the Astros. I think the, the rain delay definitely benefits the Astros. Yeah. And it's all because I think it all goes back to, we talked about one pitch, changing the momentum of a game. Ryan, uh, took what, uh, trip boy, uh, tempura, trip tapeta, boy. Tapita, tapeta, trip boy, tapeta, 
Yeah. What well, I don't it know. I'm not back, learning his name. It, it all goes back to what he said. That's what has enhanced this game. This is what enhanced the momentum now, all because of a selfish post-game presser. Come on, yeah. dude. Like, and, and, and then last thing I'll say about it, do you really think that Major League Baseball is going to let teams cheat after everything that has already happened? Hmm. Like, really? Like, come on, dude. Like, take a step back and maybe read your box score right in front of you. You know, you get, you get post-game notes, right? I mean, everyone gets them. Read up on it. Look at the stats. Look at the box score. Look at uh, how many runs your team scored at home compared to the Astros at their place. I, I mean, it's just, I mean, what a jackass. I love what it. A, and it Thank doesn't surprise you. me. I'm going to take, I'm going to take the time to shit on Sam Houston state. It doesn't surprise me that that jerk off went to Sam Houston state. Uh, do you think, uh, do you think that the red Sox? So look, I, I don't think there's any remaining team other than the White Sox are going to chirp the Astros because the Rays beat us last year and they didn't chirp until after nope. the series, which is fine. You beat us. You went to the World Series. You could chirp. You could do whatever. I, I think Choi had the trash can right in the celebration with the cigars. Yeah. Like, cool. Like, I, as a fan and as a unbiased national media journalist and as someone who likes to talk a little shit, I, that was well done. The Red Sox are in the same boat as us. Two peas in a pod. They cheated. Alex they won. Cora's right Alex there. Cora is there leading it. Our guy, a guy that I said when he was leaving, I wanted AJ Hinch gone and keep Alex Cora. That's how much I loved him. That's that's Alex Cora is my was is and still my dude. So the White Sox are the only team on the AL side that will be chirping. There's only and one other team that's going to chirp. It's going to be the Dodgers if they get there. For sure, because San Fran has a blood magic. The Brewers, the Brewers aren't going to have anything to say. The Braves aren't going to have anything to say. Yeah, I mean, it's the Giants be, no. Yeah, because they do. The Giants, up. their average, their the average age of their starting lineup it's is like, like 50. It's like thirty nine. So yeah. they they they've been cheating as long as the Astros have, and everyone yeah. else as long as the Dodgers have, as long as the White Sox or I'm sorry, the Yankees. Uh, actually, yeah, the White Sox. Everyone cheats. They're all doing it, or they all were doing it. And, and so I just think the best thing about this is that we're going to get to end their season on their field while shrimp boys in the freaking dugout watching. Yeah. So last thing before we sign off here, what's your prediction for game four? I thought it was coming back to Houston. Um, but after these comments shows went eight, four. Yeah. I think they, uh, I think they take care of business. I, I think I, the offense is going to absolutely explode. Um, I think Kyle Tucker is going to continue to swing. Well, Jordan Alvarez didn't look very good last night but that's okay. New ball game. I think he is going to have a big game. And then you know who else is going to have a big game is going to be Carlos Correa. Mr. October himself. Last night's lineup. We had the AL batting champion batting seventh. Think about that. Does everyone watching everyone listening? The AL batting champion batted seventh in this lineup. That's another guy that you, that you have he to needs watch to get for. going. He needs He's to only get got going. one hit. Brantley needs to get going. Yep. Um, and just some, let's string some hits together and, and just get out of here, go back to Houston for uh, the ALCS. Yep. Yep. I, I think the Astros take care of business in Chicago. Thanks Ryan Tapera. Appreciate it. And that, we'll love. be at Spindle Tap tomorrow afternoon. Games at yep. one. Uh, 
they wanted me to let everyone know if you show up, if you're one of the first 10 people to show up in Apollo gear, you get a free round on the bartender. Uh, that's free beer. And then anytime an Astro hits a home run, the entire place gets a free round. So look at us stimulating the economy, free beer. Spindle Tap Brewery. Check it out. There. The description will be linked below, down below the address, Here. and we'll be there probably around 12, 1230. Uh, shout out to FM Kitchen for having Apollo uh, watch sure. party last that night. Was, Great event. We, we packed it out. We had over 100 people there. I was stressed out of my mind the entire day because I didn't know yeah. – that people are going to come out and they came out, showed out and it was beautiful. Um, so thank you guys. Thank you for everyone. Um, we're just getting started next year. We'll have a thousand people at an event. Oh, I'm losing my camera. I am losing. Oh, no, no, we're there back. Is. We're back. Uh, we, yeah. And then uh, just real quick, I got to give a shout out to a, a buddy of mine real quick. He uh, hooked me up some shirts for me and my family, Mike over at innovative, insane creations. Look him up on uh, Instagram, innovative Inc. 101 he does good work um he may start producing some apollo shirts for us stay tuned on that that's going to be another local provider for our uh great merchandise but he hooked some stuff up for me from both my parents who got some health issues right now so um really appreciative mike i told him i'd give him a little shout out um love that but uh yeah that's gonna do yeah big mike thanks thanks uh again mike appreciate that um that's gonna do it des you know I, i i i can't believe we had to sit here and talk about umpires in october but here we are. Here we fucking are. And we let it fly on this episode. Oh, I love it. Shrimp boy, you better not step a foot in my city. You jackass. Dumb. Dude. Jack dumb idiot. Oh, my idiot. God. You, you idiot. idiot. Thank oh, you. Man. Thank hey, you, shrimp boy. Astros going for an ALDS win in game four. Spindle Tap Brewing, that's where we will be for another local watch party. Check us out. Uh, come hang out with us, get some merch, get some beer. It's going to be a fun time. Uh, that's going to do it for another edition of Beyond the Diamond podcast here on the Apollo Podcast Network. We're trying to grow our YouTube channel. So it's, this is going to be on YouTube. I know a lot of you guys watched Des and I interviewed Josh Reddick, which was great. Ben Verlander, always great. Like, subscribe, uh, do whatever you got to do on all of our uh, social medias at Apollo HOU. We love you guys. We appreciate the support. All the content is going to continue to come your way, especially here in the month of October. Des, you got anything before we get out of here? Uh, we are currently at how many subscribers? 902. We need 98 more. So hit that little button, hit that little check mark right below. And uh, love you guys. Yeah. Tell your friends, tell your moms, your dads, your sisters, your brothers, your aunts, your uncles, follow us, subscribe to our YouTube channel where we are on the hunt for 1,000 subscribers. Again, thank you so much for the support. Until next time, Brian Lima, Apollo Dez. Follow us on Twitter at BLima790, at Apollo Dez1, and of course, at Apollo HOU. That's going to do it. Peace. Love you guys.